<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 279 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. This feels like deja vu, is it? Find out later. Uh, tonight's news, Atari purchases Digital Eclipse, question mark. What could that mean? Fortnite's back, baby. Uh, no more PlayStation tweets, and followed very closely behind that, in parentheses, Xbox better, like every other tweet about PlayStation or Xbox, the the next comment is always, <laughs> the other one is better than that one, as it has to be. Another Switch OLED has been announced. Why do we need another one? Canceled PlayStation 2 game leaked and playable. Why do we need another PlayStation 2 game? November PlayStation Essential titles unveiled. Why do we need more PlayStation titles? And Cesar is going to enthusiastically read your Game Pass titles. I'm one of your hosts, Richard Bergman, joined tonight by part-time newsmaster, Brant McKee. Yes, Brant, always, Brant McKee, always, always join us for the pre-show uh, troubleshooting OBS. <laughs> yes, we need you. We need you for the troubleshooting. Our shit uh, shits the bed frequently. This is a free show, people. Well, it's self-funded, I guess. It's still not a free show, right? <laughs> and you're taking time out of your busy data to hang out with us. Uh, Buish, thank you for catching that in the intro to the attempted recording. I, my audio was not on the show. It would have been on the podcast, but it would have not have been for the rest of the Twitch stream, which is starting to get more and more people watching us on Twitch and YouTube. So we thank you for uh, coming in every Monday night or Tuesday night, depending on when we feel like recording. <laughs> Should it be Tuesday night this week? <laughs> or we stick with the regularly scheduled broadcast. I'll cancel it right now in the second, this minute. Yes. Thanks for joining us. Catch you next week. Uh, also here, you heard his voice <laughs> from above. I'm going to tell Jeremy, uh, I'm going to tell Boish to enjoy the 32 minutes we stole from his life. We did. It's already 32 <laughs> minutes deep. Uh, that voice from on high is, of course, resident page master and lore master, Cesar Concepcion the second. Hello. Cesar, welcome. I feel welcomed. Uh, do you feel daylight savings timed? Always. This is the best time of the year. You're that monster. Mm-hmm. I can you're be the person that you're the person that stopped the legislation and everything. We could have been free of this demon, and I, uh, I could be that devil living in Alaska for six months of darkness. It's longer than that, isn't it? It's a little bit longer than that, yeah. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, says he's only been here for ten minutes, so he's good. <laughs> <laughs> you just gained back twenty-two minutes. This is truly day, daylight savings time. Yeah. You've now been awarded plus twenty-two minutes of your time that you thought you had given to us. You are awarded extra time. Uh, yes, thank you, everybody, for being with us. Feels like 9.33. It's only 8.33. We fell back horrendously. I thought this would be the year we didn't have to fall back, but here we are. I'll take the extra hour of sleep. I like the extra hour of sleep. I don't like the early darkness like Cesar does. Cesar the vampire. Mm-hmm. It is Scorpio season, though, Cesar, so you're you're hitting your element here. Tired of the every time I drive down the road, the sun's like destroying my eyes. And like <laughs> on the way to work, she gets old. I don't uh, have to sunglasses deal with that anymore. Sir. Get some sunglasses or put your uh, put your flap down. Uh, I absolutely refuse to do any of those things. So <laughs> you're just gonna fight the sun, fight the sun as God intended by staring at it <laughs> as I as I drive into everything. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, wow, should they port the new Kid Icarus game? I'll just stare at the sun myself. I got this. <laughs> Like who, who dares build this road directly into the path of the sun's gaze? Uh, I was thinking that for about two hours at a stadium that I was at Saturday evening. As the sun went down, for it felt like the entire evening, and it never moved. It was just always right there in my face. It never went anywhere. 
It's like, geez, come on, go ahead and set so I can get some shade. It's dying. Let's pull up this news. Digital Eclipse. I wasn't sure about this one, but this seems like a good Verge article summary. Uh, this comes from John Porter at The Verge. Atari is buying the developer behind its excellent 50th anniversary retro compilation. Despite its new owner, retro remaster specialist Digital Eclipse says it's it'll still be free to work on non-Atari games. I don't know how that's going to work, but I am pleased for all parties involved. Uh, Atari is acquiring Digital Eclipse, the studio that specializes in preserving and re-releasing retro games on modern hardware. The releases are often rich in additional materials and historical content. Think the Criterion Collection, but for video games. In a press release, Atari says it's paying up to $20 million for the studio, including an initial $6.5 million paid in a combination of cash and shares, and a further $13.5 million, which is due to be paid in cash over the next decade, subject to Digital Eclipse's performance. You never like performance-based. Mm-hmm. It can go one of two ways. Yeah. Especially if it's weird. Remember, like, 10 to 12 years ago when everything started be being based off Metacritic scores? And it's like... We can't control that. Uh, the two companies previously worked together on last year's excellent Atari 50, the anniversary collection, which included ports of over 90 classic games, as well as unreleased prototypes and neat extras like short documentaries and old photos and magazine articles. But Digital Eclipse has also produced a number of well-received re-releases of classic games, including Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Calabunga Collection, and the interactive documentary, The Making of Karateka, which I recently came in possession of. Thank you, Cesar. Much appreciative. Also figured out how to accept a Steam gift for the first time ever. Never done that before. That was an experience. Uh, in total, Atari says Digital Eclipse has produced over 250 games since, in, since its inception. Despite now being owned by Atari, this is the important part, Digital Eclipse says it still has the freedom to work on non-Atari projects. In fact, on its website, in addition to recent releases like Wizardry, Proving Grounds of the Mad Overlord, and The Making of Karateka, Digital Eclipse has a lot of unannounced projects in the works that do not involve Atari's IP, and those will carry on as planned. Uh, The article also goes on to note that they are now under the Atari umbrella with Night Dive Studios, as well as, not an article, there's one more studio. Atari bought somebody else. I think that's the gist of the article, basically. Yep. When I first, because I woke up to this, I feel like it was like an overnight thing. And my first hot take was, no, this is not good. Uh, the acquisitions of studios and digital clips has always been like a, just a rebel group of developers and enthusiasts and preservationists. And I didn't want them to get stuck doing something. And they did Atari the best justice that Atari has been done in 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since the crash, that Atari 50 collection is like the best. It's not a cash-in thing. It's not a flashback console. It's not a cheap uh, Game Boy Color cart with Pong on it and Frogger. It's like a legit collection of Atari memories and development stories and games and prototypes like the article mentioned. And uh, Calabunga collection was absolutely incredible. I think Cesar platinumed it. Platinumed it. I did. I beat every game. Yeah. And I think I supported it across multiple platforms. I may have it on everything, everything except Steam, maybe. And that was a fantastic collection as well. Some games that had been out of print for 30 years at this point. Yeah. So hopefully this gives them more flexibility to do more of what they want. Financial flexibility. You always think this, you know, with a studio acquisition, which way is it going to go? How's this going to work out? But they've got really strong leadership over there and hoping that turns out the, the... 
to really benefit them having the financial security and ability to still do what they want. As well as I'm sure there's going to be some Atari stuff coming coming from them. You don't yeah. you don't grab a studio like that and and Night Dive. And Night Dive specializes in like the early 90s first person shooter engine style games. Um was it Exhumed and are they doing that Dark Forces remaster? Yes. Mm-hmm. I yeah. believe they're doing the Dark Forces. They did yep. System both System Shocks. Shocks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Clearly uh, right wants to do all those. I think uh all the Turoks, Quakes. Mm-hmm. Yep, they've been turning those out over the past 10, 10 years or so. Maybe Doom 64? Sh- did they work on even, Doom 64? Yes, and maybe even Shadow Man, maybe. Uh, and just speaking Sounds of, right. this just came across uh, my Twitter via uh, Wario64. The Atari 50th anniversary uh, celebration is uh, $27.99 on Steam. Steam? I think it's been down to 20 so I might wait I'm about for say that. You, I've, I've seen it again. drop a little lower, but that's still yeah. not a bad price. And uh, yeah, support Digital Eclipse, man. I've got it for Switch. I need to grab a PS5 copy, and I did not get it last time. It was twenty. I was like, damn it! And it hasn't been anywhere close since then. Twenty seven ninety nine is probably as close as it has been. Mm-hmm. When is the next big Steam sale? Didn't they map all those out? Should be right around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Turkey Day. Thanksgiving into Christmas. Probably Turkey see some Day good sale. sales. The winter sale. Uh, friend of the show, Russell has a peer group that's not us that is on him about Steam Deckage, specifically Baldur's Gate 3. Like they're nonstop talking about this thread he's in. They're nonstop talking about Baldur's Gate 3. He's like, when's it coming to Xbox? It's like, I don't, I don't know. He's like, I'm, he's, he's texting me. He's like, I'm currently researching Steam Deck and PS5 deals. <laughs> he wants to play Baldur's Gate. He's having extreme <laughs> FOMO is setting in. And I was like, you could, they said it's coming to Xbox. You're just going to wait for that. Like there's no date yet, but yeah, he's like, then the, the end of the year, said, I think that's what they said. Should be the end of the year. He said the zeitgeist will, the zeitgeist will have passed. They'll, they'll be talking about something <laughs> else. Then he don't want to miss out. He's trying to play some Bowder's gate three. His, his, uh, friend group is wearing him down. What would you, where would you send somebody? Would you send somebody PS five or steam deck in that scenario? I know the specifically Depends that on their game. Play style. Had, yeah. That game just had a huge update where it's supposed to run a lot better on Steam Deck. Like FSSR updates. So like the the AI upscaling and things like that. I'm saying how you want to go. You can always purchase uh, the new PSP to play remote play. New PSP? Next week, PSP. right? Yeah, next week. New PSP. It's been a long time since I bought a PSP. Mm-hmm. I happily put my money down on that brand spanking new PSP. <laughs> I can't. I can't, I can't re- wait to remove the B and the E from the PSP. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell. Um. Next news article comes from Mara Station. Uh, I just threw this in there. I don't know. Here's some details on the new Fortnite. The new Fortnite map is actually the old Fortnite map. Yeah. This is. But, it's a they basically had a ridiculous a, amount of concurrent players over the weekend. Yeah. It's. Basically, Fortnite was losing a bunch of players, so they decided to do basically this uh, this OG Fortnite kind of celebration where they're going through the, I think it's the first, what was it, six through. And this is the uh, era when everybody was playing Fortnite. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a bunch of the, the map changes and events from season one. 
So this is going to go all through the month of November. Um, we've got week one, which actually started uh, November the 3rd. We've got the uh, original map, or the map inspired by Fortnite Chapter 1, Season 5 map. Uh, which has Tilted Towers, Grassy Grove, and Risky Reels. Uh, some of the <laughs> Wait, are these levels in Donkey Kong? What's that? Uh, that's what it sounded like. Uh, some of the featured locations on the map uh, for the first week. Um, week two, which uh, starts Thursday, November 9th. Um, the changes are inspired by Chapter 1, Season 6. Darkness returns uh, to Loot Lake. With the return of the uh, Flying Island, thanks to the perverse effects of Kevin the Cube, whatever that means. I think I remember when that was going on. Um, friend of the show, Derek, was describing all these in, in-game events as they were happening. His ho- Fortnite took over his household. This is back when we were playing PUBG still, right? Yeah. We were like, yeah. We played a couple of Fortnite rounds with him, but it was kind of goofy to us. With all the building and shit, it was... But now they have the no build mode. Do they still have that? Or is this almost like. Are they going to do a. Is it like a Warcraft thing where they have Warcraft <laughs> classic and then they have like the new ones? I don't know because this is this is basically a, a mini season until they release the new stuff. So I'm not gotcha. sure if they still have the no build mode or what what else is going on. Right. Uh, let's see. Week three will start November the 16th. Uh, changes in the map are inspired by Chapter One, Season Seven, and Season Eight. Uh, snow bursts doing this. Snow bursts into the island. Um, Frosty flights is the big new addition, um, bringing the X Four snow uh, storm wing that can be found uh, in hangars around the area. Which just kind of from this, there's a little screenshot. Just looks like it's kind of like a little biplane that you can find in hangars and fly around uh week four uh takes place november 23rd the latest version will take inspiration from chapter one season nine and season ten um let's see the comet appears in the sky Mm -hmm. which is about to collide with the island again i remember when that was happening I don't know. I sent uh, Richard a video of a shopping cart and I killed everybody. <laughs> was that Fortnite? I thought it was that Kakarot game. No, it's Fortnite. They were all Dragon Ball Z characters. Yeah, that's, that's characters you can choose in Fortnite. <laughs> that was, yeah. They and had the shopping so cart many different like, things. just exploded somebody. You need to send that to Brant, too. It's a, that's a hell of a laugh. That's a good time. Uh, people have been talking about this. Cesar, you sent me a tweet. Somebody was like freaking out over the weapons. Like the weapons were back. It was the gold, gold shotgun, a blue yeah. shotgun, and shit. It's like eight, eight different colors of a shotgun. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. I never understood that tier. Like just put yeah, a star next to that. it. The star system worked. And then like PUBG, you didn't have. You just picked a weapon, right? You didn't even have star ratings on them. And then you had to find the attachments. That was the thing with PUBG. You built the fucking gun. Oh, did we dip back in the into backpacks? PUBG again? The backpacks. backpacks. Brent, you played a good bit of PUBG with us. I didn't did you? play a little bit. Yeah. God, we were hooked on that shit, man. That was our. That was. It was like Warzone is now, but I think we played Warzone a little bit more than we did PUBG. 
Uh, those numbers for this past weekend, a little over six years, this comes from Polygon, a little over six years after it launched, Battle Royale Sensation Fortnite just broke its all-time one-day player record by going back in time. The launch of Fortnite OG, a special season which brings the game's original Chapter 1 map, drew an incredible 44.7 million players on Saturday, November 4th, who between them racked up 102 million hours of play. That's insane. So it's got, it had more than it ever did in any of its, like, with the Travis Scott concerts and all yeah. the other stuff that they pulled off in-game. It's pretty wild, man. Just going back to its roots. And that's the thing with them having a large dip in players, and apparently a lot of people were not liking a lot of the new additions and changes that were happening before night. So them going back, literally going back to the basics, has brought a lot of the core people back and brought a lot of this interest and I could definitely see them within the future this being an additional game mode, kind of like the no-build mode was. It's like, it, well, if you want OG Fortnite, we also have that game option here. Or they do a OG weekend where, you know, all weekend starting from Friday all the way through Monday afternoon, you yeah. can play the OG Fortnite stuff. So uh, Those numbers don't lie. The stuff I just read, the 102 million hours of play and 44.7 million players. That's a lot. The, the audience has spoken. They're gonna they're gonna cater to those those numbers. <laughs> the data's there. They're gonna lean into that more, I would imagine. Uh, this is much lower than our. According to live stats, the peak number of concurrent players on Saturday was six point two, the highest number by far since developer Epic Games made the live player count available earlier this year. This is much lower than the twelve point three million concurrent players Epic claimed for the Travis Scott event in the COVID lockdowns of April 2020. So it had half of that concert that I just specifically mentioned. Read the article. No, they go on to note the World of Warcraft classic servers. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what it sounded like to me. Exactly what it sounded like to me. All right. Uh, next up, no more PlayStation tweets, Xbox better. PlayStation consoles are losing Twitter integration next week. This comes from Tom Ivan at VideoGamesChronicle.com. Microsoft disabled Xbox to Twitter sharing in April following an API price increase. I guess maybe Sony's contract just ran out, and that's the reason for that timing difference. Mm -hmm. API as a service, is that a thing that they... Uh, uh, thinking inside the box has joined us and said, no worries, they'll never play Fortnite. We're in the same... I <laughs> think we're in the same boat. <laughs> we're, in the same, we're in the same box. Hey, yeah, that was the only time I ever played it. So yeah, oh, what was that? I said I played it once, and that was with you. And that was the only time I ever played it. And I haven't played it since or before it. So and we won. We won with Derek. Did we win? I don't even yeah. remember, man. That's a fever dream. I just remember getting a text at 11 p.m. like we're playing Fortnite. Jump on. I'm like, fine. Yeah, it may not be our game, but you can't argue with those numbers. A lot of people yep. really, really like that game. They at least got another download from me because when they upgraded all their stuff to do Unreal Engine, I downloaded it for PS5 and just never gave it a shot. So it's uh, they're constantly updating it, and now they're giving people what they wanted that they took away. So lessons learned, huh? Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment has confirmed that I will not use that name. I will call it Twitter. Integration will be disabled on PlayStation consoles next week. This includes the ability to view any content published on Twitter, on PS5, PS4, and the ability to post and view content, trophies, and other gameplay-related activities on Twitter. 
directly from PS5, PS4, or link a Twitter account to do so, the company said. Sony's support site also details alternative ways for players to share game captures from PS5 and PS4, including via the PlayStation app for the newer console. Uh, goes on to note, Microsoft did likewise on Xbox in April following the introduction of what many believe to be exorbitant charges to access the social media platform's API. Uh, Reddit also did similar changes this spring. I think, yep, uh, thinking inside the box says the Reddit shutdown sucked. Uh, I was using a third-party Reddit uh, client called uh, Apollo. And the Apollo guy was out there saying, hey, listen, I, I even with the little subscription model that I have, I will not be able to stay afloat because uh, you pay so much for a Reddit call and it's going to they're going up this much money for the API call. And I cannot afford it because it's like it was like 100 times whatever it was. He wasn't even going to be able to make it at all. So it just stopped like this is an app I had like purchased and helped monitor the funding of and stuff years ago i feel like i feel like i've been using apollo on reddit since i've had a ios device it feels like uh sony's releasing a new ps5 model this month do 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 i guess there was no other news so that's why they finished off with all the sony stuff <laughs> that's it cesar i believe you're using twitter on ps5 you're just gonna use one of those alternate routes uh i mean i have no choice at this point yeah how easy is it because Russell likes to send us, Russell likes to upload his Call of Duty clips to like the Xbox Live thing and then send us a link to that Xbox Live share. I like to take the clip and then pull it up in the app and then download it locally. And then I can just send the video on Teams or uh, Iowa or iMessage or however else. Brent, I can't remember. How do we send videos usually? I mean, they updated the PlayStation app. You can do the same thing yeah. as the Xbox One now. You okay. Just take your shares on there and. Download it and upload it to whatever you want to upload it from there. I've never done that. But you can do it from the app? Did there, are they paying for mm -hmm. the API for the app? Just I, fine? You could do that to Twitter? I think you it's built into the iOS or Android where you share it to. I don't think it's going from the app directly. That's true. You just hit the little up share button and then mm -hmm. it asks you where you want it to go to. Yeah, Reddit, Facebook, you get all those Twitter, you get all those options in there. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, you, let the, you let the iOS or android os uh handle it yep from an operating system level that makes sense i guess maybe they classified game consoles as a whole another animal or they just don't want to they'll pick a fight with xbox and microsoft or sony but not apple or android at that point <laughs> it's probably just because the closed ecosystem on those devices is why they decide to charge them money value yep. to it maybe it's my guess i don't know that makes sense all right, somebody tell me about this new Swoled that Brant's definitely going to buy because he hasn't jumped yet. <laughs> uh, well, this is, this is the one, Brant? Just in time. No, just in time for the holidays is actually oh, part of their Black Friday deals. This Black Friday fans rejoice. A brand new uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate Switch OLED bundle. Um, there's nothing super special about this It come except it is a black dock. And the Joy-Cons are like the original gray Joy-Cons with the kind of light gray Smash Brothers kind of cross logo going across of them. Um, and it includes a download code for Smash Brothers Ultimate as well as a three-month um, pass for the Nintendo Online service. 
This will be available through select retailers and uh, the My Nintendo Store starting November 19th and will cost $349.99, which is, (laughs) this article says, a total savings of $67.98. So. Is it? That's. According to the article, I guess. Yeah, according to the article. I don't want to fact check their math. Oh, it's the my because it's the Switch Online thing that you get. Yeah, the Switch months. Online and the game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but isn't that one of their thirty dollars games this Black Friday? I guess you don't count that. Ooh, you always count MSRP. Probably. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm one thirty dollars for digital, so I don't have to carry the cartridge anymore. Giving me digital. <laughs> <laughs> it might be, you know, some retailers like Target and Walmart like to match I'm the. Hoping. The digital sometimes. Ever since I got Mario Kart digital, it's made my life so much easier. Especially with uh, the old classic cl- Switch classics, I guess we can say now. Yeah. Of course, they do know that this is, yeah, they basically recycled the Joy-Cons from the other um, bundle. bundle that had the uh, Smash Ultimate stuff, but they could not reuse the Smash Ultimate dock because obviously the OLED has a slightly different and bigger dock to accommodate the OLED. And that's that's pretty much it. This is this is another it's cool that they they have another option and it's, you know, this is another one that they actually bundle with a game and it's not Mario Kart 8 and of course yeah. at the at the very bottom of the article they do uh note that it's one of the best selling Switch games behind Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Uh, and Animal Crossing. Um, damn, I can't believe Animal Crossing sold 43 million <laughs> units. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to look at not only is Animal Crossing got a huge cult following that happened right during that first burst of the pandemic. So it became kind of like a at home community kind of thing, too. Look, that's where I put in my 60 hours. I think I don't, I don't know if I told you guys this, but I went to do my physical like two weeks ago, and then the lady that pulled my blood was talking about how she played Animal Crossing. I was like, nope, I beat the game, saw the credits. KK Slider was singing to me, I'm done. She's like, no, the game keeps going. I said, nope, yeah, nope. I saw the credits, it's done. Not for you. You're like, I 60, beat the game, I'm done. Sixty hours, I wouldn't let her fight me down. She's like, no, there's more you know. KK Slider slung to me. <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to visit your island, sir. <laughs> Did y'all discuss any other games, or is she just an Animal Crossing person? Uh, we talked about Warzone, too. Huh? Animal Crossing and Warzone. Mm-hmm. Brian, I keep thinking about the docks. I feel like I put my OLED in all the docks I have here. I don't think the dock's any different. This The Switch OLED dock, I think it's the same. I put I put my Switch OLED in all my docks, yeah. That's yeah, I think it, you said it's... it out loud, but hmm. yeah, yeah. Then I, I, wonder why I just they kept couldn't... thinking about it. I keep moving I think, it. I keep moving it's, it's my the, I think it's just the, the Ethernet know, port that's built. I'm about to say the the yeah. OLED dock is different with the with yes. the Ethernet port and everything built onto it. But it has a slight hardware change, but it's compatible with all the like you can move them around. If you have another dock somewhere, you can put so, it in another dock. The question is, is this, does that that dock have an Ethernet port? <laughs> for for those living the <laughs> the gravy hardwire lifestyle. How can we to, afford your hardware and that stuff? Grant, go on Twitter and tell tell Nintendo those cowards to answer your question. Does it have an Ethernet port? Oh, I'm sure it has an Ethernet port. Has Nintendo cut the Twitch 
Twitch, the Twitter API out of theirs? Can't you tweet directly to the console? Did they ever have it? Yes, that is I an think option. You could post straight to Twitter from the from the Switch. That is an option. <laughs> so uh, I was like, I've never done this before. This feature does not exist. I think because I, I don't know. I've done it from a smartphone from with Splatoon. That was the only option if you wanted to share stuff from your when you're playing Splatoon. Maybe they got rid of it too. I feel like any of the funny clips I've been able to do immediately. No, I'm super curious. Well, while you look for that, I can move on to the the next article about this unreleased PS2 game that actually is based on a Marvel property. It's uh, Daredevil, the Man Without Fear. Um, this Daredevil game for uh, it's actually was in development for PS2, Xbox, PC. <laughs> but was ultimately canceled um, because Marvel refused to approve it. Um, However, the near-complete prototype has now been made available on uh, the Hidden Place site, as well as many others. Um, And it's been modified so players can now play it on either an emulator or real PS2 hardware if you have the means to do that. Uh, according How to would the one s- have the means to do that, Brant? Hmm. There's quite many guides you can find alternate, for alternate wayfronts. Um, you can determine because, uh, especially a fat PS2 has that hard drive slot. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into it because I know. Uh, back back to the back to the game the the history of the game uh, the site the history of the game Daredevil the Man Without Fear was going to feature an original story which Kingpin has been killed uh, leading to rival games competing to uh, take over the city uh, you'll be playing as uh, Daredevil fighting different gang members grappling walls using special uh, shadow world techniques. Uh, that lets you view heat sources. Uh, the game originally started on a modest budget, and it was increased um, after Sony Pictures was making the Daredevil movie in 2003. However, the developer 5000 Foot reportedly uh, found itself stuck between PlayStation and Marvel, who had very different ideas of what they wanted the game to be like. Uh, it's claimed that Sony wanted the game to feature a beat-em-up combat style and a grab uh, a grinding mechanic similar similar to the Tony Hawk games. Uh, something something the studio <laughs> reluctantly added. Uh, however, Marvel reportedly refused to approve the game uh, due to Sony's changes. Um, made the which made the. <laughs> Final product, very different from what they had originally uh, agreed on in the first place. Ultimately, the game was scrapped, um, only with a separate Daredevil game being released for the Game Boy Advanced instead. That's funny, Um, because Sony never released the Daredevil movie. It ended up being uh, 20th Century Fox. Yeah. And it's... interesting. From what I've from what I've heard, people have have known about this game for a while, and I think there were some screenshots, but nobody actually had the 
actual game prototype. Did y'all watch that video? Yeah, it's it's. Mm. I guess somebody did some work to get uh work some of the bugs out and get it playable. But it's you can download it and play it. It's a thing. It didn't it's look bad. Thing. Uh, I like the comic book cutscenes. That was like really cool. That art style was nice. Looks like it came out of 2003, like it should. Yeah, it, it did. It's a time capsule. There's like a techno music or something playing. I guess oh, the yeah, there is. Like, <laughs> there, there is. It's, 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 it was it's like it. blaring. Yeah, the like, whole it's time. Good. It's all I could hear. It's going to be like the old Giant Bomb. Yes. The Xbox uh, demo disc. Oh, man. They can't come after me for copyright infringement, can they? Is that picking up on the mic? Yeah, yeah, we're hearing to get away from me. Get away from me. <laughs> over and over. Yeah, that get lady is is annoying. Uh, it needed some work, but it's definitely playable. March twenty second, two thousand four prototype. The camera was slick. Developer five thousand feet. Have you ever heard of that developer? I've never mm-hmm. heard of it. Any other thing that they did. Mm-mm. Oh, I gotta get away from the music. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> nothing about that says nothing about that says uh Daredevil universe, does it? Nah, I'm, I'm trading that game back in if I bought it. I'm like, what the hell? Five thousand feet? Who were they? Some sort of developer. Don't know They're what they're around. They are? Have they changed their name? Website in 2012. 5,000 Feet is a high-quality interactive software developer based in Reno, Nevada. Company's been in the video game industry for over 10 years, socializing specializing in gaming for the past five years. We have a wealth of experience in producing interactive content, and our aim has always been to bring the cutting edge of content production and techniques from high-end video games into more wide and varied interactive sectors. What did I just read? I don't know, <laughs> man, but I'm kind of digging the get away from me. Uh, somebody sold their website. I don't think they're around anymore. Uh, what computer games should girl play? AI answer is the top uh, thing on <laughs> 5000feet.com. <laughs> it's a <laughs> GPT site. Oh, my gosh. I click this and get answers. Why anime become popular in the world? Question mark. Why anime? <laughs> Why anime? Why anime? <laughs> Sounds like a uh, open AI. To generate product for a wide range of devices, such as Microsoft Surface head and eye tracking devices. All right, I think I saw the video game. Five thousand feet immediately tries to give you like houses with five thousand square feet <laughs> stacked. Maybe you should go back to the the chat GPT site and ask it what happened to 5,000 feet gaming studio. <laughs> All right, here we go. I might have this game stacked stacked with Daniel Negrianu. It's a casino game. I think I have that for Xbox. Hmm. If, uh, if thinking inside the box is in there. Yeah. He says, this is how you get hacked. Stacked was a original Xbox game, right? <laughs> I see it. I see it here for PSP and windows. The initial re- release for Xbox contains a serious bug that causes player data to be reset when playing on Xbox Live. Oh wow! But that's the only game I have for them for that for that studio. Did they put all their money in the Daredevil basket and then get the rug pulled out from underneath them? 
Probably. 5,000 Feet Studios. Uh, credited on three games from 2001 to 2006. Stacked. Army Men Green Rogue in 2001 for PlayStation. And Army Men World War Team Assault in 2001 for PlayStation. They were coming out with two Army Men games a year. <laughs> Those were 3DO games. Mm-hmm. Apparently they were developed Those were the by... 3DO company. 5,000 yeah, Feet, Inc. That's when the Army Man was the Call of Duty games, when they come out one every year. There you go, Brant. Frequent collaborators. Two games with the 3DO company. <laughs> one game with Square Enix Limited. What game right. did they do with Square Enix? Uh, somebody grab... I gotta go grab that stacked game. I have to know the answer to oh this. Oh my gosh. Take no. this next Take this next news story. It's right there. It's right oh, behind this door. Alright, fine. Go ahead. I, I don't have to know. Just remind me after the show. What is the next story? PlayStation Plus games. PlayStation Essentials for the month of November. Let's see. We have... Mafia 2 Definitive Edition for PS4. Dragon Ball Breakers. The Breakers for PS4. It's The Breakers? The Breakers. And Aliens Fireteam Elite for PS4 and PS5. All good ones? I mean, I enjoyed my time with Mafia 2 when it came out on PS3 and 360. We got Mafia, the original remastered, a couple months ago, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and three these, at some point. I didn't see these get announced. I missed them Yeah, these, these titles will be available starting uh, November 7th through December 4th. So Tomorrow, let's go. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully by the time of the posting of this episode, you should be able to go download these titles. And, of course, it's, as of recording this episode, today is the last day to go get the uh, Callisto Protocol, Farming Simulator 22, Weird West. I think I added those. They make it easy to add it from the the mm-hmm. app. If you have the PlayStation yeah. app, you just go in there and it's like, add to library, add to library. Instead of on PS5, they want you to download it right off the rip. Would you like to download? No, I'm just adding it to my library. I gotta know who the studio is. Driving me crazy. <laughs> You're still driving gone. me crazy, crazy. Cancelled Daredevil game. This that's all the news this week. They're all talking about this five thousand foot uh game studio. It's fascinating. Uh anything in the uh, thinking inside the box says, ah, yes, the stacked. Oddly, every dev or publisher mentioned was dead, I believe. Yeah, all those 3DO companies. Mm-hmm. Who has the Army Men license? Are we due an Army Men revival? Yeah, we never are. Russell loved the one for N64. You'd have to, like, there would just be a minefield, like the bit in Metal Gear Solid, and you're, like, sweeping this mine with the... You're sweeping four mines with the Army Man with the Minesweeper. Mafia 2, Dragon Ball, The Breakers, and Aliens, Fire Team Elite. Cesar, it's Game Pass time. It's Witcher time. It's Witcher time. I'm back on the Game Pass wagon. Since you guys got via text, and a friend of the show, Buish, knows. Back on Game Pass. Mm. Brent, I need your your Steam Deck Game Pass article. 
It seemed pretty easy. You have it, sir. I have it. How far back is it, though? I don't know. I can find it (laughs) again. That's the thing. I know I have it somewhere. (laughs) What are the big titles in here? All right. I I I feel like a lot of these, that first little bit available today, I think has already been done, but the coming soon is the November stuff. Even too, for once. I mean, so look, let's see. We got available today, or available already. Is Headbanger, Headbangers, Rhythm Royale, uh, Jasant, which is on Cloud Console PC, and then War Tales, which is also on Cloud Console yeah. PC. I don't know what the fuck War Tales is. Open World RPG in which you lead a group of mercenaries in their search for wealth across a mass medieval. I'm, I'm bored. All right, coming soon. Thirsty suitors, which should be it's already, it's already here. A lot, a lot of these are already here. Look at that, November second. Thirsty suitors is a solid RPG that follows the story of Jala, who back, who's back to her town of Timber Hills to confront her mistakes and make up with her exes. It's like a it's like a weird version of a uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Kind of right. Yeah. Make up uh, with her exes and reconcile cultural differences. Becomes the person she was meant to be with active turn-based combat, which is interesting. Skating, which is also interesting. Cooking, which is even more interesting. <laughs> Three of my uh, favorite things. <laughs> yeah, all together in one game. Turn-based combat, would... skating, and cooking. Uh, oddly enough, Football Manager 2024, which has a better cover than BAFC 24. All right. It does look good, but I also want to play that. Oh, I can download the trial now, right? On Game Pass? I could try the ESPN FCs. Yeah, that's what we're getting to right here uh, later on, I think. Maybe? Oh, I think, okay. yeah, I think it's like a 10 hour one or something like that. Yeah, gotcha. it's fine. It's fine. It's somewhere down there. Uh, uh, oh, that's PC and console. There we go. I don't know what the difference between the two is. We're just going to assume there's something different. Maybe mouse controls. Uh, Dungeons 4. Um, build a co- cozy and comfortable dungeon to suit your creature's needs and rule over them. It sounds like a Pokemon thing. Sounds then like my them, basement. Then send them out. Into the overworld, which is also another game, to kindly remind the good people <laughs> living there the absolute evil, which I guess is capitalized maybe to represent another game, rules over their land. Um, then we have Lucky Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, which is uh, Cloud Console on PC, and that's like in three days. Is that a new one? Yeah, I think it's, it's that. There's supposed to be like a DLC for the eighth game where it showed what happened to uh, Kiryu. Okay. And why he disappeared after the seventh game or. Maybe it's the seventh game. Yeah, it's for the seventh game and why he disappeared. So I guess it leads into the new one, which is the eighth game. I don't know, man. I can't keep track. I think I've only played zero, and I'm happy with that. Yakuza games come out like almost annually now, right? Yes, because people love them. The next uh, numbered entries next year. Yeah, so it would be it's an annual release. But I haven't seen like their quality drop down so far from based off of Metacritic or Open Critic. It doesn't seem like it, and it doesn't seem to be any fatigue with those titles coming out. Then you have uh, the game that came out earlier this year in, what, like February? Wild Hearts is finally hitting EA Play, uh, which I don't, I don't think I, I didn't get that. I think I rented it from, like, Gamefly, but I never got that far with it, and I sent it back, so. That's or your was... impressions of it. I don't I don't remember you talking about it on the show at all. I just remember the climbing was, like, straight off of Breath of the Wall because I got the little stamina meter. And I was, like, <laughs> like gripping stuff and climbing. I was like, oh, this is, like, Breath of the Wall. And then after that, I stopped playing. So, I was like, <laughs> I was like, like no thanks. I, I, I don't know, man. I lost interest. Uh, Spirit T. 
uh, November 13th. Spirit T is a cute, cozy life sim inspired by Stardew Valley and Spirited Away. Oh. All of our favorite things, apparently. Humans <laughs> have stopped uh, worshipping spirits, and now they're in danger of becoming lost. Run a bathhouse. Make friends with people in town. Take part in hobbies like a bug catching and karaoke. Okay, and find all the spirits. There we go. I've always wanted to run a bathhouse and and back in uh book catching as well. <laughs> I've done that before. <sighs> what is this? Uh, Coral Island, November fourteenth. Uh, this is also on PC, Xbox Series X and S. Coral Island advice players to be who they want and experience enchanting island, living at their own pace, living off the land, nurturing animals, building relationships with the diverse animal crossing and making the world around them a more vital and harmonious place. It does sound like Dubutsu no Mori. Uh, <laughs> then we go to uh, Brant's favorite part of the show. Uh, everything else that, but leaving. Uh, DLC game updates. <laughs> no! Uh, Asia Empires 2 Definitive Edition. Is this the one that a uh, friend of the show, Russell's playing? Yes, he's playing the hell out of Age of Empires 2. So now, he can, it. now he can partake in the Mountain Royals. Game Pass members save up to 10%. <laughs> prepare to uh, embark on a <laughs> legendary journey as we introduce the Mountain Royals DLC for Age of Empires uh-huh. Edition. A lot of the rich history and untold stories of the Armenians and Georgians part of the three campaigns. That's us. Yeah. Uh, EA I don't Sports. think they mean us. WRC. I don't know. This game came out super cheap already. Members can get behind the wheel for five hours starting today, courtesy of EA Play. Build the car of your dreams and lock up to five cosmetic cosmetics in EA Sports WRC each season. And say 10% on purchase of EA digital content. So if I unlock like five more, like if I get five and I unlock number six, it's like, no, you have to buy the game to play it now. Yeah. You, I mean, cool you have to do it in five hours. Yeah, but if I, if I in one hour unlock like six cosmetics, does it block me? It's like, all right, you got no, you did too much and you have to, you have to buy in. That's my question. Probably. They send you an invoice. That's <laughs> a rally. Yeah. It's a rally car game, right? The WRC series. Yeah, game over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I try one. I'm a rally car some, game. Yeah, I'm always about some game over. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Xbox Game Pass Ultimate Perks. Uh, why is this happening? Fallout 76 fifth birthday. Holy shit! It's five years old. Lights and fireworks and celebrate five years of Fallout 76 with Vault Boy, the fifth birthday bundle. Holy shit! Is that Clues- the follow up to the third birthday? Yes. The PSP game. Only Hold prime on. numbers. Yep. Yep. It's all we celebrate around here. I've only Don't come to a... me for a cake and candles unless it's a prime birthday. I've only played prime number par- Parasite E games. I skipped the even <laughs> even ones. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's also a true statement. Uh, CAMP items, a, a new photo mode frame, and craftable armor. All right, Brent's favorite part of the show, which indicates the end of this bullshit. Uh, leaving November 15th. <laughs> These games are leaving the Game Pass library soon. You can install your whole thing, jump back in, wrap up, or you can get a 20% discount. So you got Coffee Talk, uh, which, and then you got Exapunks, Never Play, Ghost Song. Richard, you're expected to play all these now that you have uh, Game Pass again. Uh, Gungrave, G-O-R-E. I can't say gore because it's all separatable uh, periods. Uh, when one football manager arrives, the other leaves. So football manager 2023. <laughs> I beat that one. Uh, Lapin. Uh, I prefer Lupin. And then uh, Townscaper. Beat that one, too. I beat all these on Game Pass already. Yeah. First time I had Game Pass. Actually, I, I've, I've beaten Townscaper. And it's... Uh, it's a good right. one? I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's like you just go around and build a... You just build a town. So it's like it gives you, like, an open water field, and then you just, like, plot plots of land, and then you interconnect them. 
and then they they can make to like you can make a church or you can make it's just random stuff it's like it's like that uh it's like a weird sim city bullshit version of like solitary where you just sit there and just click around and you just oh i did something so that's part of my explanation of what talentscaper can be make the numbers go up yes and then it's an easy thousand points i think so i needed that i needed those thousand points for my uh rewards milking so i can keep getting game pass for free which i'm on month four of getting for free so. that's not bad mm-hmm. uh football manager you said that the one is leaving and one is coming in is that always is it just there for the year until the next one comes out does football manager stay in there is it like a game pass exclusive oh it looks like they were like wearing uh twitch clothing on that that opening football manager 2024 graphic that's all i see it's all like purple stuff right yeah yeah I got a friend of the show, Randy, F1 manager, and he is really digging that. He usually prefers the racing sims like Gran Turismo and such, but he's enjoying like sending out research teams to try to get better tires. And there's a, there's a whole lot to the management sim style of, of putting the F1 team together. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And I, I, I remember selling shouldn't like... That, shouldn't that be on their Game Pass as well? That's an EA thing, right? It's also another EA thing. Maybe... He's exclusively a PlayStation player, so I don't know that... I've tried to mention Game Pass to him before and all the racing games that are available in Game Pass. But um, I remember selling, like, there was an NFL head coach game. Remember it came with a Logitech headset mm-hmm. for PS2, PS2, maybe Xbox? And then there was, like, a MLB front office manager. Like, there used to be a lot more of these management-type sims than... It's just yeah, but... FIFA... FIFA and F1 now, right? There's no NFL one. Yeah, but that's before like EA was like putting like 85 games. Uh, they're putting like game yeah. every two weeks. Yeah, they that was, did. That was like golden time. It was, and now they now they probably put it in Madden. They probably have like a GM mode in Madden. And they're that wouldn't surprise uh, me as a matter of fact, or fake, in the show. Big NCAA mode where they have only usually like one school and it's like two hours long. Yeah. I thought we were supposed to get a new college football game by now. Think it's they're I think they said they made it and they're making it, but then they pushed it back to like twenty twenty five or twenty twenty four. I can't remember what it was. It's not even next next year. Should be soon, I think. You oh check man, it out? I guess. I'm curious too. Last time I played an NCAA game was like 2020, 2013 or something like that. I skipped the whole last generation. I don't think I ever played a PS three or three sixty one. And then the series, of course, famously skipped the whole last previous generation, Xbox One and PS4. <laughs> that NCAA 2014 is a very expensive game. It's like 200 bucks. <laughs> People are selling. So here's the thing, Brant. I've recently d- dove down this wormhole as well, looking at PS3 on subreddits and things like that. Yeah. It is cheaper to buy a modded PS3 with a special build of, of NCAA football 2014 uh, that they call like legacy 2024 or something like that. So it's all updated rosters and all that. It's cheaper to buy that console and that, that modded version to play the new game than it is to buy that Blu-ray disc for NCAA football. And they sold millions of copies of that game. It's just, they're being snagged up. I always feel like that's the one I'm going to find at Goodwill and I've never, I've never seen it for PS3 or uh, right. PS3 or 360. So it's called, uh, supposedly, Richard's called EA Sports College Football, and it's supposed to release, according to them, in 2022. It's supposed to come out sometime in summer 2024, so I guess next year. Okay. Right before next college football season, then, essentially. We're back. Finally. It's been 10 years. 10 years of development. It's like uh, the Duke Nukem Forever of college football games. 
That was like 15 years, though, I think. Uh, we're getting on to games played. Yep. I will be briefish. I didn't have a whole shit ton of time. Um, I had Far Cry 3 on my wish list for Steam, and it dropped to five bucks. And it's listed as not playable, or what's the yellow one? Not uh, verified, but playable. It is yeah. playable. Playable, yeah. So it's yeah, listed uh, as playable. Usually, like some kind of caveat that might hinder your experience, according to them. So. Yep. And they say you have to use an on-screen keyboard and this, that, and the other. And I had read a couple of threads where, because it's going to pop up the Ubisoft Connect, so you've got to sign into the the separate little uh, Ubisoft thing. Yep. So I did that fairly easily. I don't think it was anything too complicated. And you have to run it under Proton Experimental, I believe. So I tried to boot it, and I just stared at a black screen for like five minutes. And then closed out of that and tried the Proton Experimental. And then I got the Ubisoft thing to pop up. It's kind of weird. you know. Luckily, the Steam Deck gives you a ton of options. You can try it with the stick. You can move the little thumb pad. You can actually tap the screen to try to get your keyboard to move around. You know, We've all done that trying to get stuff to work. And uh, I was eventually able to tap into there. And I've got two-factor turned on to Ubisoft, so it immediately sent me code, and I had to do all that rigmarole. But then it um, it automatically like put in the settings and everything. And I started Far Cry 3, and I just I just started it. I've I had read before that they're very Skyrim-esque, like a lot a lot of like Bethesda style, you know, open world. You never know what you're gonna run into, and so far it's kind of handholdy, which the beginning of Skyrim was. But I can definitely see that itch of, all right, here's a radio tower. If you get up to the top of the radio tower, then it opens up everything around you. And you can tell where the, it'll upgrade your weapons. And you can see where the hunting grounds are and things like that. So they're really just teaching me tutorials. Uh, so I drove and the rumble was really good on the Steam Deck. And uh, right now I'm jumping in a sidecar with somebody. So we're about to head that way. It is a battery hog. I think this is the worst game I've played on Steam Deck battery wise. <laughs> it is destroying it. If you look on Steam, I think I've played Far Cry 3 for 76 minutes, and it took it from full charge to nothing. I had to recharge it. Oh, my god! It was crazy, man. I heard the fans and everything. And it's not like it's not beautiful. It looks like I'm playing a well-optimized 360 or PS3 game, but those fans are just going. They are moving, man. Um, also played some Warzone. Not a whole lot through the week. Uh, got a win today with friend of the show, Jeremy. Jeremy was a, a catalyst. He was vital in getting that dub uh, for the two of us. We were playing on Vondel. The We did mention our, that might have been the pre-show. The Halloween thing is over. So all the souls. Uh, interestingly, as so it, it refreshes at one o'clock, right? So I knew it was like 12 minutes to go on this whole event. So I go in to start buying stuff. I have 146 souls, and I'm like, I'll just buy this name emblem thing. I don't, I don't care. I'll just spend some money and, and do this. So I got this thing, and it was like 90 so 30 souls, 40 souls. It wasn't 90 because I had 146. And so I bought the thing, and I go back to the menu, and it says I still have 146 souls. I was like, wait a minute. So I went in to buy something else, and it said I still had 146. So I just went through and cleared out. I got everything except for those three. Like expensive things, Cesar. I think mm -hmm. you got the gun wraps. Mm -hmm. It's like two gun wraps and a. I think like the camouflage things, like nine hundred souls or some bullshit like that. Yeah. So I got everything all the way down all the rows except for those three things at the end, and it never it never cost me any souls. I still had the same amount. 
I was like, this is broken right before it ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, front of the show, Boish is calling himself King of Assists. Uh, he did a great job. It was a total team game. Uh, we were playing on Vondel, and it closed in. We ran the, it's not the canals, right? But it's like the under, we call it the Rataway from the Skyrim mission. And we played under there. We played it to perfection. We kind of ran up and around, and it was like the guardhouse outside the zoo, I think is kind of where it was at, or like maybe at the base of the museum. But I was able to get in that corner of the guardhouse, and Buish was kind of outside of it. And really, just people went to town back and forth, and we kind of stayed clear. We got a couple kills in the Rataway and a couple kills leaving out of there. And then it was really just defending that guardhouse, and nobody really messed with me. I was just shooting at people from in there. Nobody saw me or anything. And then he was kind of off to the side, and then uh, it was down to one. So I was like, it's 2v1, let's rush this guy. We kind of knew like the vicinity was in, because I think he just dove in. And I got him all the way down, and then he dropped me. And then uh, Weesh got the, the final kill there. So that was it. When I saw Warzone pop up, I was like, yes. It's been so long. I hate that the whole spirit thing and the ghost zombies and all that stuff's gone, but I'm very glad to have duos back. It seems like ran into a lot of incidents where needed to play duos and we just ended up doing the no-fill trios so we didn't have to have a, a rando with us on the team. Makes it impossible to win sometimes. It does. I felt like we got thirded by the other team member almost every single time. Like, even if we were in a, a fair gunfight, there was always some random third person coming out of nowhere, and it's like, we're we're undermatched here. This is obvious. Um, I think that's it. That's it for my games played this past week. Uh, me, I think I'm at the very end of Mario Wonder. Uh, I am in the little Bowser... Or what are they calling Koopa in the Japanese one? I keep getting it all mixed up now. I can't keep all my King Koopa straight. Yeah. Uh, the very end of that where you're at the final castle and you're like, oh, you're working your way. And this is uh, probably goes to through like the the more harder levels on there. Because I think I've, I've, I've went and did the special world and I did one of the levels and it took 17 of my lives. Um, and I was like, you know what? I did one. <laughs> so I was like, oh. I don't know if I'll go back and do the rest of them because it literally was, it was a pain. Yeah, there. Uh, uh, it's similar to the is it Kaizo? Am I saying that right? Kaizu? What did they call the super difficult levels? Like the people did them in Mario Maker and stuff. I don't know. I don't know the Mario Maker war uh, lore because I never got that far and like I never got past like the pay campaign to get into like the actual right stuff where you can play other people's levels so right i don't think there is anything that bad because i've seen some weird ones on twitter if that's the ones you're talking about like the endless fire links all that stuff on there where you have to go through all yeah those. And, you, and you have to jump like there's bullet bills and you see mm-hmm. these people never miss and they're just like jumping across the bullet bills and they keep a pow going the whole time it's sort of thing probably like a lighter version of that one because i think there was one where he turns into like the mario turns into a giant spike ball and you have to go through uh and hit a block that has a 30 second timer that it opens up uh, additional platforms and you have to keep going through it as the timer goes down and I got to the part where like all these dragons were going over the sun and I just died instantly I didn't know where to what? go so I was like because I just there was nothing left for me to go on I died I'm like what the fuck and then by the time I lost 10 more lives to get to that point again I realized like I was supposed to go even faster because you just keep riding on top of dragons very to the very end of the level I was like oh I wasn't going fast enough at the end that was my problem yeah. So it's all just a combination of like speed, luck, and timing on those things. I, I did one that was fine. 
I'll, like I said, I, I've gone through it. I, I think I've unlocked all the levels on the n- normal worlds. I uh, got through and got all the wonder seeds on everything. I'm I'm just at the end game right now, and it's like it's not that long. It's like a ten hour game, so uh, it's still awesome though, like polished and. It's probably it's probably one of the the best uh, 2D uh, Mario games I've ever played. It takes I've mentioned that before. It takes everything that's been released that's recently been released, like 3D World and uh, you know New Super Mario Brothers Wii and all that stuff. All that it takes yeah. it's taking like something from each of those 2D experiences and they build into this one game. I think they like took everything the best of that they could from those games and they build a Mario game from it. It feels like a, a true like this is like the this is like the true successor to like Super Mario World, man. So I, I, I feel that. A lot of people have mentioned that before on Twitter, but I feel that's really what it is. So, um, as uh, Brent would always say, it has that Super Mario World bones on there. Yeah. yeah. Got those yeah. bones. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, I've, for whatever reason, I've been playing the Metal Gear Solid. I've keep dying to fucking Psycho Mantis. I don't know why. I just, maybe it's because I don't have the patience anymore. Because that fight is like a, you know, it's like a tier fight where he does like certain things where he throws shit at you and he flies around. Yeah. And tell him. Stuff. Brand, do and we I tell do... him? Do we tell him how you beat Psycho Manus? I, I, yeah, if it's the the second controller part, I already know that. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, for whatever reason, I don't think I have the patience because it's like I'm I'm just used to games where I hit people three times and they're dead. And I'm like, it's that you have to like let it cook for a little while, and I, I'm not letting it cook long enough. Yeah. He's it's meant a, to. It's cinematic, right? He's meant to taunt you and fly around, yeah. and and I got to keep knocking down Meryl every five seconds. I'm like, God damn it! So stay down, there was, Meryl. There's yeah, something like, with one of the guns. It's yeah. it's one of the it's one of the rifles where you can like literally it, it and it's the one that's like fully auto to where you can just shoot him and it it takes him out and, and fast just, and just keep hitting him and take him out. And you'll you'll wind up having to still do like the controller swap and whatnot, but it it, it takes him out a lot quicker. Cause I I remember I had was having some trouble with him, and I used a guide, and the guide was like, yeah, if you just pull out this gun and just spray him, and you'll have to occasionally change out the controls, but it, it you'll you'll beat him in no time flat. So I was like, like the oh, Paul, okay. Paul Moss. Am I thinking of that gun the right way? It might be that or the FAMAS or FAMAS. I think the FAMAS or I think that was it the the SOCOM one is the only two you get right now for right now, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't God, know, that's man. such a cool battle. I, I, just, I played. I, you let me play a little bit of it streaming on your iPad, and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was pretty flawless. Don't worry, man. When we get that new PSP, it's gonna be even more flawless. When we get that, can't wait for the feedback. PSP. Haptic feedback. <laughs> Let's go, touchpad. Uh, hey, will will he know? Will Psycho Manus be like, put your new PSP on the floor? I'll move it with my mind. As it falls off the counter and destroys the screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the screen. I was like, no, two hundred dollars. Uh, I still uh, wonder what the, I, I still wonder how much that markup was on that device. So, but that's either here or there. But um, uh, I mean, if it's got that, the tech is the cool thing, right? That's what sold yeah. me. We have to see what that how how great that streaming is and how how good that. Uh, haptic feedback feels like on those controllers. I mean, they had me on the haptic feedback. If it starts doing that controller drifting thing, I'll be very pissed for two hundred dollars. Also true. Yeah, because it's stuck. You can't take it off like a Joy-Con. You can't it's, toss it, it out. And swap it doesn't it out. have Hall effect. I mean, the I think those uh, those Pro those official Pro or the DualSense Edge controllers have Hall effect. I, I just want to Hall effect at everything, man. I just want to deal with the shit. Just put madness. Nothing has to wear out or break. 
Uh, we all press our. They're that good, huh? Thing. I don't yeah. think I have a controller with it in it. I don't know what it. I don't even know what it would feel like. Yeah, somebody did a broke down on that. Uh, that those nitro decks and like they even put a. Uh, it's even Hall effect in the R2 Nel2 when they broke it down. They're like they put wow. magnets in there. Yeah, it's it's almost fully magnet a magnet base. So it's uh, less likely for failure. There's no rubbing parts. There's nothing that wears out over time. So. Are you guys still playing the majority of your Mario Wonder on the Nitro deck? If it's handheld, I'll play a Nitro deck. If it's, yeah. I'll take it down and put it in docked on the TV. just all depends. If I play handheld, it's on Nitro deck. Oh. I don't think I like, oh. I don't think I've hooked up the Nitro deck to my dock on the TV. It's like, yeah, let me just keep playing it no. this way. That's a lot of, I still hit the Pro Controller. But uh, I'm thinking that was it for me. I mean, I've done some bullshit Xbox games here and there, but. That's just me farming points for my free Xbox Game Pass. So anything worth mentioning? <laughs> I start. I, I, have you played that? Uh, you might you might like it now that you have Game Pass. You might you might play it, Richard. Uh, Vim, Vimba, Vimba. Never heard of that. Is that like your fruit game? It's uh no, it's Suica, uh, gaming. But uh, Vimba is uh, it's like um, it's pretty good. It's like a visual novel base, but it has it's like a, an aspect from a family who immigrated from india to canada and then they're struggling to to live and they're they're debating whether or not to go back to india and then the the mother who, who her name is vimba she finds out she's pregnant they have a son called uh, kavan and then he ended up staying in canada because he has better opportunities there and then they struggle to find a job because they run into that market where they're qualified they were qualified in india he's like their his father uh was a writer and all that stuff like that, but he can't mm-hmm. get that that type of work in canada they're like well you don't have that type of experience here so like they're trying to stay there oh. so they can help give their son the better opportunity and raise them up right and it goes through different ages so like you know there's one where she gets pregnant and there's one where he's like five and he's in school and he's dealing with this whole cultural shock like he's in canada and his parents are trying to teach him how to speak in tamil which is the, the language they speak in india and then he's like he's like no 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 i just want to hang out with my friends i want my own room i just want to eat pizza and he's like he doesn't want to do anything from his heritage and he's like they're trying to like all like right a yeah, cultural but identity thing but like don't forget who you are and and then there's some deep moments in there like uh you know it's it's pretty good then i think i just skipped ahead great i just skipped ahead to like uh i think 2005 and he's just graduated high school and so like they do a bunch of different story beats in there and i think a lot of it's based off cooking so they show you how to do different like uh, indian based cuisines and you have to like build them in a certain recipe. They give you a recipe book, and like some of the recipes are like from her old, or, like her mother. So some of it's got water where it's marked out. So you got to kind of guess how the recipe's supposed to go. So you look at it, it's like, um, what is cut out here? And so like it's it's pretty good. Sounds I, I, awesome. You you would like it, Richard. I know you would, especially since you got a Game Pass. It's not, I wasn't gonna mention, but since you got a Game Pass, you probably play it. So it's like a it's only like two or three hour game. It's not that long. So Vimba V I M B A. Uh, V E N B A. V E N B A. Yeah, I think it's on PlayStation. I think it's like fourteen ninety nine, but I think I know it's part of Game Pass. So I wonder. It sounds touch capable, like iPad maybe. You could also. I think it's on Switch, so you could probably do it on Switch that way too. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I haven't tried the touch capability. I just played it on. Um, it was on Game Pass. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have played it. But it's, it's pretty good. I would. I would probably buy it on something else. Bimbo, there it is. Yep. All right, Brent. I'm sorry I took away your thunder. Thunder. <laughs> thunder <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's still too soon though this shit was everywhere i mean as far as playing games i really haven't played much um Join these a- these actually did come in today uh oh games hey. acquired brand, 
the brand Beeble, new Beeble's acquired. Let's go. Beeble's yeah, acquired. a brand new um, Tears of the Kingdom amiibos for Ganondorf and Zelda. Tears acquired. They look amazing. Um, and other than that, uh, had a pretty long uh, weekend and a very long week. Last week was the week of the Halloween and there was much else to do. So didn't really get to play a lot. Uh, that daredevil born again or did born again. The, uh, daredevil, uh, man without fear game for the PS2 did intrigue me. I, uh, put it on the steam deck and played Ah. the, uh, the opening, uh, like tutorial level. Yeah. Um, and then once I got to chapter two, it crashed on me for some reason. I don't know, so I'm gonna have to play around with that and see if there's something up with that. But yeah, I did watch a video as well. Um, it plays all right, and after playing around in that tutorial, I got the hang of it pretty, um, pretty good. Uh, I mean, it's standard, you know, X to jump or double tap to double jump. You have a um, like a lock-on mechanic, uh, a, a punch, a kick, uh, and then you can also use like his baton. You can like use it as a projectile and throw it. And what's actually cool is they have it um, set up to where it ac- it will bounce if you if you throw it at somebody and there's a wall, uh, it will like bounce off the wall and it can come back and hit them or hit another enemy and. It's. <laughs> I was actually pretty surprised to see that mechanic in that game. Bouncy baton. Yeah. Um. You also have a grapple, to where you can um. Grapple up somewhere, or sometimes you can jump, like do it and do like a grapple swing kind of deal. Um, and it's not a movie tie-in, right? Like they no, were going to they were going to fund it some more when that movie was announced, but it's its own thing. It's it's its own thing. It uses a very kind of cartoon art style. A lot of the the few um, like two D character style art that I saw in some of the cutscenes reminded me of there was a uh, Spider Man animated series in the nineties, and a lot of the characters looked similar to that. They had um, uh, there's a lot of panning over newspaper articles in the cutscenes, and you know there's stuff about this this criminal or that criminal and some of the other some of the ones in there i'm like oh i know that person and it looks exactly like they did out of that animated series from the 90s so they kind of took that similar look to it um it doesn't it doesn't look that bad it doesn't play that bad yeah, but um, how was the music and was the lady all like, screaming? <laughs> oh my gosh, that Get away tutorial! From me. Yeah, Get that away tutorial from me. level. Get I had to, I had to find that lady, and there's just a dude chasing her. And if you leave her alone, that dude just continues to chase her, and she's <laughs> screaming. She's screaming the whole time. She just goes, "Ah, get away from me!" Like over and over. I'm like, I gotta find this lady. We I gotta heard. find this lady because she won't shut up. I'm going to wake up like two, 2 in the morning just thinking about that song. Get away from me. Get away from me. Get away from me. <laughs> like a bad remix. <laughs> Get away um, from me. <laughs> but but looking. She had one line. We can only record one line of dialogue. Uh, and, and yes, right before the uh, tutorial ends, there is a part of the uh, 
a part of the game where you have to like jump on this one little part and then grind across. And it did feel like the article said, it, it's something that they just kind of put in there. It feels out of place. I have no clue why um, Sony would have wanted a grind mechanic like in Tony Hawk Pro Skater, but um, I mean, was that the hot thing in 2002? I don't know. It's kind of late for Tony Hawk Mania, right? I did, it's so dumb because it's like Sony didn't even make a movie. It went to Fox, and it's weird that Marvel's like, well, we'll just if it's gonna move movie coming out, we gotta have a tie-in. So, so I don't. This would have been after the successful Spider-Man tie-ins, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know anything about the Daredevil character. Does he move on rails? Is that like his transit? Is that his web slinging style thing? So he has a kind of like a fighting baton kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. He moves, he moves on the rooftops and he, you know, he does parkour stuff, but he also has like this baton that has like two pieces that extend out and he can throw that and basically use that as a grapple and swing. So, so sort of Spider-Man S. Yeah. I mean, the only difference is that what he's, he's, he has like that. He's blind, but he has that radar where he can. Yeah. Kind of see outlines of things. Yeah, he's 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 he was blinded in an accident where he like saved the what's interesting, uh, just a part of the the nerdy culture here. He um, saved a, a old man that was walking across the road. There was a truck barreling down on the old man. He pushed the old man out of the way. The the cru- the truck was carrying chemicals uh, that were being illegally disposed of access chemicals and he was moving them from one place to another the uh truck crashed avoiding you know both pedestrians the chemicals got in his eyes so he was blind and there's also a bit of lore where oh that chemical uh being on the street dumped into the sewer and then the turtles found it. And that's how we got mutant Ninja turtles. And you know, there's, there's weird lore around that. TG, TGRI people, people trying to co- connect things. Uh, but yeah, from, from that accident, his other senses were heightened and he technically is blind, but he can still I, I, it's, see. It's like a, it's like a bat sonar, right? It's just using it's, sound to recreate images it, in front of him. Yeah, it's it's not just sounds. It's like every little sound, vibration, smells, like everything comes together and it creates a picture in his mind where he can basically see without actually having sight. Cool. But um, so you played a brand new PS2 game. After yeah. after playing that um, that part of it, I did look up some more gameplay. And the only thing is, I guess that this was even though it has like seven chapters or something like that, it is very samey. Get away from me! It is very samey. It's just punch like kick, punch kick, punch kick. Uh, yeah, it is just there's same a bunch. Light, you're, same you're lady gonna, screaming to get away from me. Get away from me! No, no, <laughs> the get away from me. They change it up away you from know, me. You must get a three. It's it's a it's a three D space, and there's enemies littered about it. And it's oh, I've got to fight them. Oh, this person shows up. Now I fight them. Okay, now new cutscene. Okay, next chapter. 
all right, this person shows up. I chase them. Oh, enemies around in this 3D space. Beat them up. Okay, now I'm chasing them again. Okay, so now it's the boss about the fight. Order. Yeah, and it's. I'm, I'm still, it, I'm still, I'm still amazed at what Brant Sands. I, I'm wondering if like the Sony Pictures guys are coming. They're like, you know what? This needs more. Uh, this needs more Tony Hawk. <laughs> the <laughs> shoulder grind mechanic. Yeah, yeah. Can he do a kickflip? Yeah, more more combos and more uh, more nine hundreds. Can you scatter? Uh, no particular order, but just the letters S K A T E somewhere yeah. in the in the level. Can you, can you find uh, hidden videotapes in corners of the maps? That's like uh, Spider Man Two had had Spider or Spider Man Two, Tony Hawk Two had Spider Man in it. Can we uh, make Daredevil on a yeah. skateboard just kind of for the hell of it? That was the part of the agreement for the crossover. Yeah. But I don't know. I I did enjoy it. I I can see the proof of concept, but it is. Yeah, I guess I can kind of see where the disagreement was and how it got canceled. But I think it, I think it's a cool concept and a cool piece of history. Did it make it to magazines and such? Like, was it a known? I don't. You said you seen don't screenshots, know. but I don't know if that was like in a Lost Games thread or something. Yeah, I, it was. It was something where I I think I'd seen things where yeah, this was a canceled game, and you know they had a couple screenshots from it, but not a. Yeah, probably from like one of those weird. Or was it like Game Fan magazine uh, magazines back in the day? Mm-hmm. Like coming soon, and they always had like these stuff like oh, this is coming out, or we heard about this. New game coming. But that's it for Not me. Not starring Ben Affleck. <laughs> no, no Ben Affleck in the ben tight Affleck. leather. <laughs> tight leather. <laughs> tight, not too tight leather, Ben. <laughs> and uh, was it Colin? Was it Colin Farrell? Who was the was Bullseye in there? Yeah. I haven't even seen that movie. You have seen Electra, that movie? Did Electra spin off of that one? Yeah, Jennifer Garner was Electra, yeah. Don't be so judgmental there, Brant. Brant's killing me with the... You haven't seen Daredevil? What's wrong with and, you? Oh, my gosh. Was it Michael Clark Duncan? Was Michael King Michael Finn? Clark... I was like, Michael, <laughs> Michael... It was Yeah, it was Michael Clark, Clark Duncan. I wanted, At first, I was like... I wanted to say Ving Rhames. I'm like, no, it wasn't Ving Rhames. So... Uh, oh, I think inside the box just says Ben Affleck sucks. <laughs> Ving Rhames has been exclusively making uh, Mission Impossible movies when I when I was watching those. I was like, damn, he's in every one of these. <laughs> As the same character, or yeah, what? he carries over from the first movie. He's in all, like, I think, all of them, but one. I think I was like, holy shit, he just keeps coming nice. back. It's funny. We need this guy for all our movies in this franchise. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if y'all seen the chat, but thinking inside the box, have been talking about Rage for PS3 and 360. Apparently, loves uh, Rage. You guys Rage remember that one? Yeah, I remember good. Rage. It's like one of the little, like one of the last games that Carmack worked on before they forced him out at some point when doing the his own VR shuffle. Uh, Brand, he was comparing the um, that bounce back baton thing to the wing stick from Rage. I think is when that connotation oh, was made okay. when that when that connection went through. All right, you guys got anything else we want to add? I'm good, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios.